0: Hello.
1: Hey.
0: Hey, Tim. How are you? Can you situate
1: myself? I can hear you out of one, you know, let's see. Is this okay if I do it this way?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. You can hear me? Right. I can hear you great. Beautiful.
1: I'm trying to get you to a place where I'm going to use this giant deck of playing cards to even (laughs) the playing field. I'm just such a tall bitch, so.
0: Um, <laughs> How are you?
1: Are you, uh, you in LA at the moment? No, I'm actually in Santa Fe. I'm in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Oh. I'm shooting the third season of a television show that I've been doing out here for the last yeah, three years called Roswell, New Mexico.
0: I was going to say, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. I love it out here. I never would have been drawn to Santa Fe. Yeah. like I just never would have had a reason to go out there, but it's a really beautiful city. Um, it's really... High altitude though so it's like you have to actually get used to the altitude
0: we have a lot to discuss lily and we have i a lot
1: discuss-
0: really appreciate your time okay.
1: um, i feel like i want to raise this up more or should i just back it up maybe that's good
0: i like the backdrop you got going on there very well, um artsy
1: i've spent a lot of time working on this i have some real class i have lonesome dev up there i don't think i've ever read lonesome dev an incredible american cowboy classic
0: any Don any Quixote stories definitely. with that um, that top right? Is that a book? That red book?
1: The red book. That's Don Quixote. Um, so you know, one of the the OG stories, the original gangster stories. Um, actually, there is a funny story with that book. My father was an actor and a writer, and um, this book is um, edited by this man Harold Bloom, who is this like big literary critic, big figure in like the literary world, and he's like, well. I went to read Don Quixote one time I opened up the book and the introduction has been torn out and over Harold Bloom's name every time his name appears it's scratched out angrily and my father's little moto doodle which I have tattooed on my arm instead has been placed over where Harold Bloom's name is and I was like Pappy what's the story there and he's like Harold Bloom once flirted with your mother at a party. <laughs> and he was like, never forgave him. So I guess he went through all of the Harold Bloom books and just yeah, desecrated it.
0: So let's um let's switch gears here. Call of Duty. Talk to yeah. me about how you landed this role. What was your um reaction when you got when you landed the role? Must have been a static yeah. or what?
1: Totally. Um I I had been getting into voiceover a little bit and yeah. um I grew up playing Tomb Raider. So I was like obsessed with Tomb Raider as a young girl. I just thought it was like the coolest thing ever. And we're talking like, like one of the old ones I had it on my like little Mac. I was like trying to get her to jump and uh, I like went as Lara Croft for Halloween every year. I was just like, I thought it was so amazing to see this like badass, smart, funny, hot woman who was all of these things. She's like well-educated, oh, yeah. she was a badass. And I was just like, this is the kind of woman that I wanna be. Um, <laughs> you know, gunslinging, just like artifact finding. And she has these cute little quips. So I was obsessed with that growing up. Flash forward to I'm in Los Angeles. You know, I'm working as an actor, trying to break out and doing some voiceover. And I get a voiceover for a video game. And I was like, this is a thing? I forgot. Of course it's a thing. Like, somebody has to do the voice. I was like, oh my God. So I wrote my manager being like, I know this is kind of off-brand for what you're probably thinking of for me, but I'm like dying to get into video games. And so she was like, okay, that's interesting to know. (laughs) Like, I did not know that about you. Um, And so I think she just kind of started putting her feelers out. And um, Ivy Eisenberg, who was the casting for Call of Duty, called me in one day. And I think this was after my first season shooting Roswell. And I'd just come back um, and I got this, it was all so secretive, right? It's like, couldn't tell you anything about it. They're like, Oh, you know, I have to sign a million things. And I'm like, what is this? I'm is like, it just oh, a project?
0: What is there a um, code name for, for the project or?
1: The code name I think was Zeus at the time. <laughs>
0: yeah. Something completely I was like, different,
1: sounds yeah. intense. Sounds powerful. Yeah. Sounds important. Yeah. Right. The King of the gods. So I'm like, this is great they have all these sides that are really cinematic. You know, it wasn't like, I'd gone up for some, you know, other video game stuff. That's like, drop your weapon. Like go down, down, like grenade out. You know, it was (laughs) was like, you know, the standard things you'd expect to hear in a video game. But this was like, they were two scenes that were like really emotional and totally just like juicy. And for an actor, I was like, oh my God, this is like an amazing scene. I remember like where I like got all decked up because it was this like MI6, you know, British spy. And I was like, okay, I'm going to like really do it up. And, uh, you know, there were some blurbs in the character like this, you know, talking about she went to Oxford, she's Oxford educated and she was, you know, speaks multiple languages and all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to like fucking get, I'm going to like nail this. So I go in and I have like all these phrases in different languages. I had something in Russian. I had something in German. I had like Spanish, French, Italian. I'm like, So I'm like spewing out all that. I'm like, and also I can speak all these languages. So, you know, and it was just a really good audition. I got a really good vibe. I had so much fun. Ivy was so open and she was really like playing with it in all these different ways. Like now try it as if it's your brother. Okay, now try it as if it's like your ex-boyfriend. And I'm like, okay, this is fun. You know, you rarely get that kind of thing in in an audition. So I left being like, that was great. You know, I went to South by Southwest for you know for Roswell we were promoting it there and for three days straight I stayed up all night having the time of my life I won't tell you what kind of wild (laughs) antics I got into but it was (laughs) some of the best some of the best times of my life I have like a naturally kind of hoarse voice I have like maybe nodes on my vocal cords I like lost my voice completely I was shouting screaming hollering hooting and hollering all weekend long I get back and I'm like croaking and my manager calls me and is like, uh, "So when you land, you're gonna have to go straight to this call during this Zeus, um, object oh, like, callback. Right. And it's like yeah. the you know the final callback. You're gonna be going into the actual motion capture studio. Wear like comfortable clothes because they're gonna have you moving all around. And I was like, No problem. I'm like, that's <laughs> a, I can't see why that would be a problem. Yeah, that's cool." Uh, oh my god so i'm like were you shitting
0: yourself or what's that were you shitting yourself at that point or were you all right were you composed
1: i was composed i was like you know it lent me a certain like war weary roughness you know i was like this is good i sound like i've been through the fucking bat you know the ringer so i went in there and it was crazy the callback was amazing you're on the motion capture motion capture studio which i'd never been in anything like that before it's a really cool it's a really cool process i mean you're in this giant warehouse and there's a huge grid that's been made on the floor out of like Mm. neon tape and um it's like a b c d e f one two three four five six so they can tell you like where to go like kind of on a chessboard you know this kind of idea and um, they had me doing these scenes where you're just, you know, they want to see how you do in motion capture. So it was a lot of like miming. Motion capture is unlike anything. It's this wonderful mix of like theater and film because yeah. it's like, they, they want to do it all in one take. So you're not like, they're trying not to have to like cut takes, right? And you're, they're cameras like 360. It's like cameras everywhere all around you. So you can like use your body in this whole new way that like when you're stage acting when you're film acting and the camera's right here you're like playing to the camera that's right here you know and it doesn't matter anything else you you don't want to like turn away you want to be always playing to that camera but this it's like there's cameras everywhere so cool but also there can't be any kind of like props or anything you know it's all just like okay i'm in a car but i'm sitting on a little folding chair and i have to act like i'm like opening the door and like getting out and close slamming the door shut. and yeah. So you're like doing all this miming, which is another skill that I'm like, I haven't mimed in a long time. <laughs> it's been too long since I practiced my miming. Really got me back into it. um They gave me a gun, a little fake gun, and I was like screaming, running around, like diving. And, and this rolling. is in the callback.
0: You haven't this even landed the, the gig at this point. Yeah. I haven't
1: landed the gig. They wanted to see wow. if you could do it, like if you can kind of sell it, you know? Yeah. And it was funny. I, I remember sitting there as I was waiting and I walked in, it was the Activision studio. And I walked in and there was like the giant call of duty poster. And I was just like, Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. Like, okay, okay. How does that not like make you nervous? I don't know. It definitely I...
1: did. But I was like, you know, it's one of these things where as an actor in the best case scenario, you can take, that like nervous energy that comes up and you can like use it you know and i was having to do these things that you know i walk in there i'm all tired i'm like hung over i've been partying for three days straight and i walk in there, and i'm like and they're like okay so we're gonna need you to um you run over here you jump and somersault you fling around you throw the grenade and then and i'm like all right so like thank god i was nervous because i was like you know, it, it was like I was in combat. Like I had to have that kind of. Yeah, yeah So I was right. like, I was just riding that as much as I could. I heard the girl who went in before me because they're screaming, you know, the whole time. And I was listening and I was like, this the change shit. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like I got this. <laughs> oh, that's know. good. I was just so determined. I was like, whatever you guys need. I think I did a take like 15 times. I just kept being like, do you want me to do it bigger, smaller? What do you want? Um, cause I was just, yeah, I was so desperate. And then when did I get the actual call, but I got it. I mean, I don't, I can't, it's weird. I can't remember the actual phone call to tell me that I got it, Yeah. Um, but it was like truly a dream come true. And as it started to dawn on me, like what it really Mm. meant, the process was so long and so fun. And it was tough because COVID hit halfway through. Mm. So I didn't get to do the majority of the motion capture. Um, I got a couple of scenes in. But the majority of motion capture was done by some other actor who's, like, do, using my body. It's a little bit of a mind trip. Like, I watched yeah. it and I'm like, oh, interesting choice. She was, like, doing a lot of, like...
0: <laughs> oh, that's why, right. Yeah. Sometimes,
1: like, yeah, certain scenes it was me and then certain scenes it was another person's body. That's interesting
0: body. now that yeah. you say that. Was that done yeah. at home?
1: Um, so most of the... So we spent maybe... We had a good chunk of time before they got all of my facial recognition they did all the facial capturing which was huge and we got a couple of scenes in together all you know a bunch of us all working together which was so fun and Mm. this crew of dudes
0: they've got they've got nothing but nice things to say about you yeah (laughs) um
1: they're they're like so much fun we have a group chat that like sometimes i'll wake up in the morning they'll be like 65 messages and i'm like These boys, I'm like, what are these boys up to? I have to go in there and just teach them a lesson. Um, But yeah, so we we got a couple of scenes done, which were amazing. And then yeah, as COVID hit, they basically took everything that they'd done, taken all of our facial capture and you know just a lot of like the body movements that we had done. And they were able to like plug it back into the game, um, which is crazy. And the rest of it, I pretty much did from my house um, in like I, I was staying in this like 18th century. the The house that I lived in was built in 1787, which for America is old. That's an old house. For oh yeah. It's like, it's this tall, and the ceilings are all warped and buckled, and it's haunted. We have a ghost in there. And,
0: <laughs> uh, so I was
1: like, you know, had built myself a little sound studio. I'm like, three pillows and two egg carton mattresses, and like a comforter over my head, and. It was a middle. So of it was ad hoc, ad very ad hoc. Bruce, of course, has like his own. Yeah, I was head, gonna say. Yeah. all like, he's got like the whole thing. He's very professional. I was like, <laughs> these poor people were like, "What did we do hiring this weirdo?" I was like, "Sorry, hold on. I think it's the ghost. One second. I think the ghost is back." Um, but it was really cool. It was great to be able to do it from my house, and um, it was a it was a really different kind of experience once things moved yeah, into my into my home. But getting to go through all the steps of, you know, you show up at the studio and they put you inside of this bubble of lights and cameras. It's like mm. out of X-Men. You sit on this chair that's like on a mechanical track and they like bring you on like, and you like slowly move into this like dome. That's just this like yeah. cage and full of lights and cameras. And you sit there and it's like, <laughs> a thousand photographs of you taken at one time. Yeah, and um,
0: I, I and noticed then, that they actually they kept in your mole as well. This is like is, a
1: huge thing for me. I wrote cool. an Instagram post about this because when I first moved to Los Angeles, I really I had so many casting directors be like, "Honey, you have to lose them all." Like,
0: really? That's that's it, yeah. That is coming for the mole,
1: coming for it so hard. They were like, "Yeah, you're. It's too exotic." I was like, "I'm a blonde white woman in Los Angeles. Like, if my mole is all I have, this is all I've got. Not taking it
0: off." <laughs> Good I had on a strange you. Good Experience
1: on when I was um, probably like 21. I was getting a passport photo taken. Actually, in the UK, I was I was in the in the United Kingdom, and I was getting a a photograph taken. And I was like, I was posing for the picture, and they're like, "Right, and straighten your face, please." And I'm like what I'm like straightened straight to the camera. I'm like, I am straight. They're like, no, your head is slightly turned to the left. And it was then that I realized that I orient myself by my mole. <laughs> it's like, it's my true north. So I was like to take that off would, just be, it would be heresy. So I was so yeah. touched that they kept it because it was that way more cool. work for the designers who had to yeah. like in every frame, make sure it was there. With its little like size and consistency, and probably one little whisker that's on it.
0: Um, Ginger's copped it says, Tell Lily that I chose Lazar over oh. her in Cold War. Wow. <laughs> Bold. Coming around
1: here, picking Lazar. Uh, Listen, I don't blame you. Lazar is a fine piece. As a man.
0: But, hey, Lily, um, you know
1: what? When it comes down to it, Ginger, I'm not going to pick you either. <laughs> i'll fix somebody I, else
0: i i have a confession too lily that you might not <laughs> like on my first playthrough i'm so sorry but lazar he was just we were just best bros the code He's bros definitely... before hoes you know I, i'm so sorry Listen, i had to save in, him
1: in her defense i actually think park is more of a bro than a hoe but
0: no of course lazar yeah. is
1: like probably one of the most likable characters i've ever met he is and i'll yeah. say that Park has her moments of being a little, like, you know, she's a little uptight. Like, she she can have a moment where she can, you know, I don't blame you. Like, I love the character of Lazar so much. In fact, I was really pushing the little um, Park-Lazar, like, romance.
0: I was going to say, is time. that is it Lazar and Park or is it Bell and Park, you think?
1: You know, I guess Park is kind of, she's, you know, she's not tied down to one man or one... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just, or
1: one woman either, you know. I think that Park is probably she lives a a full and varied life, is what I would imagine. Um, oh yeah. But we had that one scene that was, um, you know, I don't know if you experienced got to this part in the game, but there's a moment when um, Park confronts Lazar about this character Madame Shell.
0: I was going to um, mention that that was one of my favorite scenes. In the this game. was a
1: scene that i guess the writers threw in like kind of as an experiment like they were sort of and this is what i love so much about call of duty that i think makes it just such an incredible game they they really include a lot of character story and like really yeah. great scenes for the actors you know this is not just like these characters who are just kind of like you know go from one place to another like they have these like emotional lives and i feel like you I'm, I'm so impressed by the writers and so um, grateful to have been involved in a game that actually lets you like kind of get your hands dirty in that way. But mm. I guess the writer had um, written it. I think it was Murray wrote it and was just like, well, let's try it. Let's just see. This might be like an odd little interlude, but like, let's see how it goes. And I thought the scene was so great. And um, Damon and I, who played Lazar, we did this scene, we did one take of it. And there was really? something that like, It was a one take and that was so phenomenal. They were so excited about it. It really was phenomenal. And it was like, I could feel as it was happening. And like, it's such a surreal experience as an actor. You're in these like motion capture suit where you're- So that was a motion
0: capture moment. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Wow. You're covered in Velcro. You're like sticking to everything. You're like, have all these little balls on you. You're wearing like really weird. They look like shoes for someone who has, you know- like real back problems like it's not like you don't feel cool you feel like very weird yeah um and you have this giant helmet on and a big long stem and a camera that's facing right into your face and Mm. blaring an extremely bright light into your face (laughs) and you're like kind of it's like hanging off the sides you have to kind of be like all the guys are like much better i have like this skinny little neck by the end of the time i was like oh my neck is broken (laughs) but (laughs) It's hard to like drop in when you're in that, you know, kind of situation. You also have to like giving people a wide berth because your cameras might bash into each other. and So- There's
0: a lot to take in, yeah.
1: Yeah, but as this scene was like happening and it's probably just the chemistry between me and Damon, but it was like, I could feel that I was just like, oh, this is like something cool that's happening right now. Like this is, this scene's gonna like make it into the game. And I think they were all really happy with it. We did one take and they're like, that's it. We couldn't, we don't need any." those that, that like we, as good as it could get. And um, not only that, but they started rewriting in little new things like, you know, these moments of Lazar asking Park if she wants to get a drink and Park, and like, Oh, they I'm ready for that drink now as they're like about to die. You know, it's like, they kind of like built yeah. in this little like relationship based on that. So that's one of those moments that as an artist it's so cool when something kind of spontaneous happens and then a like a whole new world starts to be built out of that. Um, and yeah, the, the whole team there, I mean there are three studios that are making call of duty, but, but everyone that I worked with
0: was so. Did you work with Raven the most out of the three? Yeah.
1: Raven and God, who did I work with the most? Maybe Raven. Yeah. I was at Activision a lot, you yeah. know, when I was working in Los Angeles, but probably Raven and yeah. Treyarch a bit, but um, they were all just such incredible artists and like people who were so passionate and really like, they were so excited to give to the fans of this game and the, and the, like they had, they like knew the gamers, they like knew mm. the star gamers and they're like, oh, you have to watch, you haven't seen him play? Like, you've got to see him play. We're making something special for him this time. Like they have such a, a mind for the players of the game and they're mm. so excited to give them something that's like gonna just blow them out of the water. And it was wonderful, like to work with people who were so excited um about delivering such a high quality product was just to feel so good to be part of something like that
0: how did you go with the accent the british accent because i heard you slipping it in a a bit throughout this um interview you just sounded do it i don't know how you do it so naturally but was that like thank you was it just easy for you
1: well um she was she was billed as a British character. I think I'm probably the first American actor who's been hired to play a British character because I feel like mostly it's British people coming in and playing American roles these
0: days. Exactly.
1: Take That's it why it's back. strange. Yeah. Um. I had lived in the UK for a year. I was getting a master's degree actually at Oxford. So when I was going up the uh-huh. wall, I made sure to tell I that. I was like, uh, like Park, I'm also Oxford educated. Um, <laughs> But I lived there for a year and I have a, a lot of friends who are, you know, British. But right. it's an, it's a really, it, it's something that I think when you're working with accents and I love to do, I'm, I love accents. I love to play with that. It's something like, I think I'm kind of a parrot. Like I just, I've always liked doing voices and having, you know, exploring that. But um, one thing that I think is super important when you're working with a specific kind of accent, especially British, which people tend to make super broad in the same way that you might be like, an American accent, but there are actually so many different kinds of American accents, right? There are so many different British mm. accents too, and you have to be really specific to make it real, you know. So I based it mostly on um, Minnie Driver's voice in *Princess Mononoke* on Lady Eboshi. There was this this wow. character from *Princess Mononoke*, and wow. she's.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't have expected that answer. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's. She's such an incredible, she has this low, deep, very commanding voice, but it's still feminine. You know, it's not, she's still like very womanly, but is so powerful. And um, yeah, and she has this, a little bit of a wickedness and a lot of like sincere righteousness. And um, I just, I love, I've always loved that character so much. And I think when I was looking for, who do I want Park to? What What do I want her to be like? I think that just kind of naturally came out. And I think it was as I was as I was kind of exploring it. I realized that I was doing Lady Eboshi, and then I went back and and you know watched Princess Mononoke a bunch, which is a pleasure anyway because I, I love all all of those films so much. Anything Studio Ghibli makes, I'm like.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, just, while I've, while I've got you on that subject, I always like to ask actors or um directors um what their favorite actor or what their favorite director or movie is do you have any particular ones that stand out
1: god i i honestly those are some of them um yeah i love miyazaki he's so he's so beautiful the work that he does is like sweeping and i mean the visuals are unbelievable but the music I, the oh, entire yeah. thing is like they're masterpieces and they take him like what like five or ten years or something each right but all of these films I love the way that they're grounded and so human but also so strange and otherworldly and, mm. and the worlds that he creates that are like I'm thinking of like Howl's Moving Castle um, when you know it's like a, a mashup of all these different times like it's future and past and and things like all mixed together in this way that I think like, I love, I love anything that's world building, you know, when you get, you get to yeah. step into a world that's like totally new. Um, I think that's incredible. I recently watched The Handmaiden, um, which is a Korean film that is oh, just- Oh, i got
0: to watch that, yeah.
1: So phenomenal.
0: It's, yeah. it's
1: so amazing. And it's told in like a very, like Rashomon gate kind of a way of like, you get the different perspectives of the characters. Um, but I think I've beautiful.
0: watched. I think I've watched the direct direct that director's. Um, I think it's called Stoker. I yes, he made he's done simple. a
1: bunch. He also did. What did he also? Um...
0: Every film he does is a hit, really. Or yeah, he awesome, um. So.
1: He did that big, uh, like massive. It's like a horror thriller, major like.
0: Yeah. L- lots I don't, of. Bloody... I know what you're thinking of. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to ask you well what I wanted to tell you is um, here on YouTube um, I have the most viewed park video <laughs> on YouTube right 1 million views okay it's got is
1: it is it the 15 minutes of park being murdered No that's the second most viewed <laughs> Ooh I'm like why Have Please you, seen that, one, have you?
0: Oh, yeah, that- seen that
1: one have you It's yeah that one My friend made me like FYI I was like thank you I remember all of those deaths
0: yeah I, my body, it was, I, I, think, <laughs> I think the title was brutally killing park in 20 ways or something mm-hmm. don't ask yeah, me how i came up with that um you know whoever
1: does that i'm like we got at one point you got to talk about your mommy issues like you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> one day you're gonna go to therapy and you're gonna talk about why you had to make 20 minutes of killing the one female character but it's fine
0: hey i did it, it for the others as well all right that's my defense <laughs> um no, the, the one million scene was the one where you talk about um, the scars, how you got oh. your scars and that sort of mm. thing. Do you want to mm-hmm. talk to us about that scene?
1: Yeah, um, that was great. Uh, and again, I think this is one of these scenes that was written after the whole, you know, the scene with Lazar had happened where she reveals that she's got this like tremendous neck scar. Um, mm. And of course, we know that Adler has that scar and Bell's yeah. kind of, asking about it and wants to know and she's like oh you think i'm gonna tell you like you know she's there definitely you know there's those dialogue trees that are really fun so you do all the different yeah. like responses based on what you know how someone's approaching you but um i loved this because you know i'm someone who has a ton of scars i live hard and i get scars all over myself my hands are covered in a- particularly my left hand it's always getting into trouble <laughs> and it's one of these things that like you know, I was I was thinking about this because
0: mm.
1: as I got these lines and I was working on them, um, you know, we think of scars as being these things that are so badass and they tell stories and they're great. And, you know, you're like, wow, yes, chicks dig scars and all this kind of thing. Um, <laughs> you know, you wear it like a badge of honor. Um, but I'm thinking also, I think back onto some of my own scars and I think horrible things happened to yeah. me to get those and um it doesn't always have to be something that you celebrate you know being having been like brutalized or wounded or having gone through something really you know bad and ugly um you know there is a reaction to make it like subvert it and make it like yeah and I survived and you know and that's that's fair that I can totally see that but I loved the way the writers, they used this kind of delicacy where she's like, it, it doesn't necessarily, I don't necessarily want to be proud about that. Like, I actually don't necessarily mm. want to celebrate that. And I thought that was something really like deep and subtle and interesting for these, yeah, like video game writers to be writing about. Um, and I, and I love that. I responded to it. I was like, that's an interesting new take. Like, we don't have to like have this bravado about the terrible things that have happened to us. Maybe like we don't, maybe we're just like, it was that I wish, I wish I didn't have to experience that. It was, it was not good, you know, and not like kind of glorifying the violence so much.
0: Mm. Always, I, um I wanted to know, was that one mocap or was that uh, in your booth at home? That was in
1: my booth at home.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, yeah.
1: It's interesting. I, I'm actually really grateful for the time that I had in my booth at home because I feel like I I was all alone in this tiny little space and something happened as I was going along where yeah. I I started to find like new shades of of park I think because I was alone and it felt like there was no there were no stakes of like don't embarrass yourself like don't want to look like a jerk Mm. in front of the people so like you know there's a tendency when you're around a lot of people and people are watching you you're like shit okay like gotta be on my game like and i want to like present as being you know super confident and always like you know or or whatever it was yeah yeah um and i think you didn't have
0: those barriers
1: yeah all alone in my room it's something happened where like i i kind of found her you know being yeah, the more um, vulnerable parts of her were able to kind of come out. Another interesting thing that happened was that Park alone became less like school marm. Like, I'm the only woman and I have to keep all these men in line. Like, Wendy to the Lost Boys and like, oh, all these boys and like, I'm the only one with a nice sense. There was like a little bit of like this, like the girl who's the know-it-all and like,
0: are taking the piss bell?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> but when I was alone, it was like she wasn't in relation to... I wasn't playing in relation to like, oh, there are like five guys and I'm the only girl. So she got like yeah. different in a different way too where I didn't feel like I had to be like representing like, I am the woman. I was just like, no, I'm just like fucking this like beast in this, you know, and also I'll say, being alone like in that room, it. like my face was making these, like, I was making these expressions. I can't even do it right now, because I'm like aware that people are watching me. No, I'll do it. it. I was like, I was like, ah. like, I was making these like, horrible, ugly, like, like ah. and I was like, oh my God, like in front of people, my body would be like, do, do not, do not do that. Like, don't, make sure you don't make that face. That's so scary. And like letting that like ugliness and grittiness out changed the whole sound of it. I thought that was cool.
0: Are you able to give us some lines quickly? Because people are just keep hassling me in the chat. What do people
1: want to hear? I can try. Um, It's been a little while since I did. uh, Oh,
0: anything. Keep it professional, Bell. Are you being cheeky, Bell? There are a few that are coming up.
1: You being cheeky, Bell? Are you being cheeky, Bell? There were times that they had to, like, I would give them, like, a range. And they were like, all right, listen, we love her getting, like, super playful and super, like, you know, sometimes I'd try to go a little sexy or something. They are like, okay, we have to, like, keep her in a certain kind of pocket. But I definitely... Oh, really?
0: Keep it So you are trying all different Bell. things? Yeah.
1: Belle, keep it professional. My God. <laughs> Belle. Not in here, Belle. Later, Belle. Please. <laughs> Don't tell Lazar. He's actually very soft. You'll cry, Belle. Have you ever seen Lazar cry? It's pathetic. He'd be so upset if he knew about us, Belle. Our little secret. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Sprint Spider asks, uh, what was your favourite ending? Have you played the game? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I like, I no one's played this game. Well, every actor in this game. No I one's know, played it. <laughs> no.
1: We talked about that. We're like, anybody getting the anybody getting it? They asked they like they were like, which version would you like? For PS5 or Xbox? I'm like, Is there like a, a version for my iPad? Or
0: <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: um I, I grew up without a television. I'm like, whoa fully. Oh really? Yeah, I did have so I had Tomb Raider on my on my computer and i remember going over and the one video game that i played on like a real like zelda,
0: Man, Legend oh, zelda yep.
1: was fun. ocarina of time baby i loved that riding the horse around that was all i wanted to do but i'm like not video game fluent at all i would have no idea i'd be so bad we actually were laughing one guy is good chris chris Payne gilbert can do it he's he's done the whole thing i think
0: did but you like the rest of us were like did you watch the cutscenes online straight away when the game came out or
1: I was watching them pretty quickly cuz I was so yeah. excited to see what it was going to look like. It's such a trip like mm. they it really looks like your face and it's your voice and you're watching this person who's like kind of you but not quite you. Oh my god, it must I be was cool. watching them when they were developing it though, I have to tell you there were like the stages where I'm going to see if I can pull up this picture for you because it made me laugh so hard and I was terrified
0: of it of park and development stages yes oh yeah <laughs> right. we need to see They're like
1: yeah we've got you know it's coming along and like you look at it and you're like but that's not that's not what it's going to be right though like you're gonna make it here for instance is when they have um can you see this um
0: yeah i'm just totally oh my bald god you're, you're bald yeah
1: Let's <laughs> see if I can, like, focus it um and they had yeah i'm like bald and my teeth are sort of like far apart and mm. like you just are looking at it and you're like you suddenly have this realization that like i've given my likeness over and they can do whatever they want with it and like and what if i turn out to be like a total ogre and there are moments <laughs> when i look at it and i'm like that is is that what I look, that is what i look like huh i'm like oh it's a strange feeling. It's like looking at like a three D model of yourself, and you're like, "Is that? Oh my god!"
0: Did you know she oh. was going to have the darker hair?
1: No, I had. I'd heard that they were. You know, they definitely were playing with different hairs. I heard at one point that it was maybe going to be red. Oh, really? But yeah. um, but I loved the little black bob. It's cute. It makes me want to cut my hair and dye it black. I was like, okay, I can pull that off. But um,
0: the most probably phone, wouldn't let you a Roswell, would they? do that
1: i have been fighting so hard for this season i like really am wanting to cut my hair for it because i just think it would be (laughs) great like switch up a little bit and some people are down and then i feel like the network is like but she has to be a woman
0: that's on the cw isn't it yes yeah
1: they like long hair they put like so much more hair into my head is that a
0: fun show to shoot it's fun
1: yeah i play an alien so i have like alien powers and
0: and yeah. um, again, like a
1: really strong kind of female character who's very like quippy and funny and she's got her two brothers, so. That's what CW do, isn't it? Is there, is it? Me, just, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so, Marcus here says, can we hear a reach for Juggernog tonight? I'm guessing that's a zombies line that you did? What is it? Reach for Juggernog tonight. Do you remember saying that? Reach
1: for Juggernaut. Oh, right. Okay. It's like an ad almost. Like It's like Juggernog think so reach for Juggernog tonight reach <laughs> for
0: Juggernog
1: tonight tonight reach for Juggernog. <laughs> there are like people who have different like loyalties to the different sodas to the different like drinks and people ask me a lot like red or blue drink and i'm like which one do you want <laughs> Take them have up, you babe. had a
0: lot of um fans come over from call of duty now have you seen an influx of people on instagram and oh my god saying- crazy yeah yeah, yeah
1: it's amazing I love them all I'm like I'm so grateful people are like they're showing me so much love and being like park simp and I'm like every time I'm just like thank you so much for like seeing the park and being a fan of hers and it's yeah. really cool it's it's really fun I feel like I, I need to give a little more like Instagram love I get so like wrapped up in what I'm doing I, you know, I'm very, I, I, like I said, I grew up without a TV. I feel like I'm not super, like, technology-oriented. And then I'll remember the Instagram, I gotta, like, represent there. My Twitter was hacked, like, three weeks ago, and I have no idea. I'm like, um... Really? Yeah. Yes. I, I like, I wrote Twitter a couple times. I'm like, I think it was hacked. Hello? And Twitter? <laughs> I was like, dear Twitter, hello, my name is Lily. You may remember me from such tweets as... How about a jar of pickled bacon <laughs>
0: really great. that's good um i wanted to ask you as well what what it was like to work with um we touched on it a little bit but bruce and reggie and damien and the guys because they've just had nothing but nice things to say about you you've got nothing good nice it. to say about them do you they were no they're with. so
1: lame yeah, they're like they are, aren't they? they're like my loser brothers that i'm like <laughs> <with. laughs> I'm like, you guys, like, get hip with the times. No, I'm so grateful. I actually, I feel like I get emotional thinking about it because I feel like I gained this, like,
0: camaraderie. With brothers. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I, I honestly, we got so tight. We didn't even get to do all of what we should have been able to do together. You know, we, we, are, mm. we, we should have had so much more time. But the time that we got on set, And then, yeah, we have this group chat and we'll like have Zooms where we'll like have a beer together and like all catch up and be laughing and are, it's just such a dynamic group of people like they're all they're all so funny and talented. Um, And it's just like the the chat is fire. That's why I'll wake up and have 60 messages because they're all just like riffing on each other like having so much fun. And I feel like I truly gained this family, like all of them. I just, I love them so deeply. And I feel like in some way you have this feeling like went to war with you, man. Like we were in the shit together, man. Like I'm for life, like it goes deeper. I'll have your six for life. Um, Bruce is amazing. Like I learned so much from him because he's, you know, he has so much experience.
0: Man, um, that voice on that guys. man is unbelievable, isn't it?
1: I'm gonna get, I have like a plan that I want to have Bruce record my voicemail for me. That's like oh, so every time someone calls me, right?
0: You and me both.
1: Any of these guys would be great.
0: Oh, but yeah. Bruce could no, just
1: like, good. he's got like a butterscotch, like yeah. whiskey, the smell of a fire. I'm like, <laughs> Bruce,
0: <laughs>
1: it's amazing. That's exactly right.
0: I hope you guys get to do it again, I really do, but I mean, oh, man. the problem is, I don't know which, which way ways canon, whether you're alive or not, I, I really don't know. That's the problem, do you know?
1: No idea. I yeah. haven't the faintest clue. So It's like, I get, you know, because there's that moment where like, you can choose Park or Lazar, and so it's like, we're both alive, it's like, we're like Schrodinger's Call of Duty, it's like, we're, we're both both alive and dead. Yeah, it just depends. And <laughs> I have no idea what would what it would be, but it you know it was just such an incredible experience. I mean, I remember going. There was this there was this one amazing. They did all these photo shoots to just get like specs on what park was like. So they called me in three days in a row, and I'm up on this like big platform, and they just kit me out with like the craziest outfits and war paint and like weapons all over me, and then they like turn this platform like so I'm like and it's just like I'm going 360 and I'm like doing another like I'm like I've never done anything I'm like they're like so make it cool the first day they're like do like a cool war pose and I'm like Uh. they're like no like a cool one though but like but like make it look cool I was like yeah they're like no (laughs) again. they're probably like what did we do hiring this weirdo But you get into it, and then by the end, like, I have all these looks. I wonder if I can share any of that stuff because I have, like – should
0: ask him. That would be great to see that. that
1: I have, like, eight amazing full-on dope outfits of, like, Park just looking, like, like, killer. And that's where a lot of, you know, her like, skins came from. So you you can see it in the game. But, like, getting to actually be dressed up, I'm like, who gets to do this?
0: Have you seen some of the weird skins for Park? online you would have been tagged some of them them.
1: some of them like i get tagged in some of them so i've seen like some like absolutely wild like white with a high collar i mean i love the 80s like having that aesthetic was so fun to play with and that was something that i was really arguing for that day that we were like doing some of the the shoots and the looks i was like look i know that she's like a badass mi6 and we've got to keep her like soldier i'm like it's the 80s like give me like a like a flock of seagulls like give me something like, real... <laughs> Let's, like, play with it, you know? And they did. Yeah. They let me. They were, like, you know, eventually I had this one look where I'm, like, my hair is, like, slicked back totally and I have this, like, red lipstick on and, like, a ton of eyeliner and she just looks like she's just fucking killer assassin.
0: So do you reckon that you'll... You, do you want to do more voice acting, like, more games? Oh, totally. Is that something you're yeah. going to pursue? Or do you want to go the Hollywood route and hang out with Brad Pitt and Leo and... <laughs> listen you know know,
1: i I mean i hope that i continue acting in film and television and you know in theater too would be amazing i want to keep doing that my whole life i love working with you know other actors um but voiceover acting is so much fun and it's so imaginative and um it's also like what a dream to be able to be in your pajamas and like you know there's I think that there's an, a real appeal to it too, because like, it doesn't matter what I look like. It doesn't matter. And it's fun to like get all done up and be like, oh, I look hot and I feel good. And I like wanna, you know, but sometimes you're just like, no, I'm just like, I'm, I'm like, I don't wanna have to have my face shown sometimes. Like it just would be like, it's nice to inhabit a character where you, it doesn't matter like what your face is and you can just like, there's something really creative and exciting that happens when you forget that you have a face you know um you're not like accountable for what your face looks like um so i would love to keep mm. it games are so fun i mean i laugh so hard we need get, to... like...
0: sorry go ahead
1: no no i would just i would get the scripts and i'd be laughing so hard at like all the different ways i'm dying i'm like i love this it's so fun
0: we need <laughs> to we need to start a petition for you to be um lara croft in the next tomb raider game what do you reckon
1: I'll do it. I mean, I'm just like, or how about we just make we'll just make Helen Park, like Laura Croft. Oh, the game, know, yeah,
0: Helen Park, the game. Helen Park. I'd play Helen it. Helen
1: Park, the, the franchise, the whole series.
0: <laughs> the seek sequ- there's three. Um, people asking, what did you have a favorite moment on set or a favorite scene in the game?
1: Probably that scene with Lazar. Yeah, with I was gonna scarf. say. Yeah, that I was mean, just an awesome scene. Yeah, that was really fun. Um, I loved the ones too where, you know, she's like standing and she's kind of giving, she's like, you know, laying out the, all the different like information and, you know, kind of like talking through that felt like it was really fun to just be able to like rattle off all of this like intelligence information, but definitely the most fun I think was that one scene where it's like this, yeah, this kind of like intriguing reveal. And you know, we actually did have like a little scarf that I like slowly took off and it was just like. Yeah. Like learning how to do these weird things with when you're dealing with motion capture. You know, all the moments that we're smoking. It was like eighties, you know, nobody smokes anymore. But back in the eighties they did. And <laughs> we couldn't do this because this would like block our motion capture. So like we have the camera here and you have to bring the cigarette to your ear.
0: Wow. Take a
1: drag. And then like Really? So you're like <laughs> and then they like match it to so like your fingers actually here but like whenever you see people smoking That's in the all the time and you realize like all the actors were like doing all this like weird miming stuff to like because
0: you yeah. just can't cover the facial expressions can you at any can't point cover
1: the facial expressions yeah yeah every time there's like a door that we open it was like a couple little pipes and a tennis ball and you're like are holding the tennis ball and you're like rah, rah. it's like <laughs> it's such a different and fun world so to see it like all filled in on the world just the graphics—it's like bonkers. So yeah, I have. I watched like all of the stuff because I was just—I was. I think there was like an hour of like film footage you can just watch of just like.
0: I was going to say know, you scene. had a lot of you had a lot of lines in this. Do you do you know how many hours you spent recording? How many sessions
1: had, you had? I think I had about a thousand lines or so.
0: Oh my god!
1: And I'm trying to remember how many lines we get done in a session. Sessions were like four hours long, yeah.
0: about. Bruce said it was four hours. He did like 24 hour sessions or something crazy. Wow.
1: Yeah. He definitely yeah. had more than I did, but I definitely, I, I think I had at least 10, 12, something like that. Yeah. Um. It was, yeah. It was fun. I mean, such an odd, nothing like, like nothing I've ever done before, but so much fun. And you're, and, and you learn like these tiny little, like the subtleties of a voice and saying things like with just like a tiny change will like really makes a big impact in how it's understood
0: was there any um any cut content that like any lines that you did that well i'm sure there's plenty of lines that didn't make it it's just the nature of the beast but like any missions or anything that you can remember or most of it got in
1: I think most of it did. I I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Yeah, that's just. So I wonder much, about all there? the like. I probably had like fifty lines of like really funny little quips, and I wonder if those things made it in. I hope so. I feel like maybe in in zombies, it's like more likely for them to use the kind of like campy kind of yeah. like funny stuff. That was great. Getting into the zombies was so much fun.
0: Well, that's the thing, Call of Duty. But you know, you you were in the campaign, but you're also in the zombies and multiplayer like. There's three different um, sort of audiences yeah. for each one, and it, 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 all of them are in love with each of those parts of the game. Like, it's such a big game. I don't yeah. know if actors like grasp the magnitude. Like, this game is the most popular game series ever. Like, I know, nearly. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's totally good for the wild. resume. Yeah. Surely, surely people are going to be calling now
1: I hope so man I'd I'd love to keep doing it it taught me so much also you know it's strange you're in a tiny little space and you're having to modulate your voice like you're throwing it either you're like throwing it really far in the middle of combat or you're like talking on comms and like learning these different like the, the directors that I was working with were absolutely phenomenal and helping you know being like okay now toss it another five ten feet you need to like throw it out a little bit higher Staying in that pocket of being in like war zone adrenaline for four hours, where you're like saying the same things over and over again. It's like, I would leave and be like,
0: oh. yeah. Um, couple more questions before we let you yeah. go. I know you got to go. Um, are there any other characters in any other world that you'd like to play in in any capacity, TV, film, or in a game? Any specific characters that you'd like to tackle? One day. You
1: know, um, one of my favorite characters of all time is um, Lilu from The Fifth Element. What Ooh. an incredible character, just such like, I love how she's so, she comes into the world like not knowing and understanding anything. And yet she has this like wisdom and maturity and also this like childlike wonder. And she's so badass, but she's also so like girlish and sweet. Um, I love that character. I think that would be like that would be a phenomenal kind of character to play. Something in that vein. Oh, yeah. um, I also love everything that Kate Blanchett does in everything, but especially like her Lord of the Rings elfin. Like it would be really fun to play. Like you uh, know
0: where she's from, don't you? Elfin queen. Where? <laughs> Down under. She's from Australia. Australia.
1: She's got all the best ones. Are.
0: Hey Hugh Jackman. Chris Hemsworth, come on. Naomi We've got Watts. some talent. We've got some yeah. talent down here. We're Margot. Only a small Robbie. Country. Margot Robbie. Yep. Don't forget. No. Um any advice for actors, voice actors? Wow. I think um, especially for voice actors.
1: Like I was saying, I was working with a with a coach and he was the one that turned me on to that idea of picking, of getting very specific. And I think that really helps. You know, you get you get sides and you see like okay this person's like british secret service you're like okay you could play that very broad right you're like oh i know what that is it's kind of like james bondy or so or like a laura croft like she's you know she's got like you know a certain kind of like way but the things that help me the most as an actor are always making it really specific in my body that's what I'm a, I'm like a very brainy person, and I think I have to fight a lot against my head getting in the way. Um, and when I can like involve my body in a real way, that's when I drop in and it becomes like true. You know, when my, when my I body know. is believing it. Like you can have these ideas and be like, I wanted to it. be like this, 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 cool. And your mind has all the, you know, the best laid plans, and your body's just like, I don't believe you. You're phony. It's not real you know you have to like find that way to get your body in it in you know, a in a real way and that's that's what can be really difficult about being an actor for instance like I would get out of these four-hour sessions and I'd, I'd have to like lay on the ground for like a while and this I'd be like kind of wrecked because you're you're oh, experiencing yeah. these like horrible things and you want to be kind of letting it in but so there's like a balance of how you like kind of protect yourself but also go there you know you want to like get you want to get into it so it's real but you also want to make sure that you're really protecting yourself so that you can continue so you have like a long a long life of it um because I think you can really burn it out if you just you know kind of just like wear yourself out um when I was in doing in this tiny little room I had this what was called an assault rifle my nephew who's seven years old has this little rifle that you fill with salt and you can shoot bugs with it it's like oh, a yeah, way for yeah. you to get mosquitoes for some yeah. you have to have like these big chunks of salt you like and it's like and you shoot bugs and it's... I borrowed it from him because I was like I need to like hold and I was literally like the entire time I'm like this like i was like squatting and i'm in this like tiny little space but i was like holding the gun and i was like squatting and my legs were shaking and i was like sweating and i was like but this was the way that i could actually get my body to be to believe that i was in that situation so i feel like finding those ways to like drop in for me as an actor that's that's one of the best things that i could do
0: great advice um i i also noticed that reggie he, his character sims was more like him whether as park i feel after speaking to you now i feel like they just i feel like it's there's not as much correlation right i don't know do you feel like there's a lot of park in you or you in park because i
1: I'm, i feel I like you're two I, different people we are <laughs> different people yeah we are different people i mean park has had to be I don't think she's ever had the luxury of being so like irreverent and just like having as good of a time as I, I, I mean, I'm sure she has yeah. a good time in her own way.
0: Not as good as you though. No, not as
1: good as me. But you know, <laughs> she was
0: born in
1: 1952 and she's this like badass woman and you know, she went through a lot of bad stuff. Her brother was killed and, you know, and by the, um, by the IRA in, you know, at some point she lost her brother and she's, you know, and she's fighting in a world that's so dominated by men and and where it's really hard to be taken seriously, I think as a woman, as like a soldier, as like someone who's like actually capable. And I think she had just had to become so fucking stone cold and serious. And like, really, it was like always probably just having to be taken seriously and like prove herself over and over and over again in this way. so I think there's a lot less of the kind of lightness and jokiness um, that I have. But there were definitely moments that we found it with her where she was just like, got to be so cutting. You know, like the way that mm. she would be, like her comedy comes and just like, just like, she's like so quick. And so- There's definitely like,
0: some funny moments with her, yeah. for sure.
1: And you get that British like humor, which is like, she, she has that sarcasm though, just like really yeah. dry sarcasm. It's yeah. just like- ooh, you just like, it's withering, you know? There are a lot of ways that I look up to her as a character. There, there are things that I'm like, oh man, wouldn't it be cool to be able to be like that, you know, like weighty, carry that much like power. Um, so I think a lot of characters that I play are parts of myself that I'm like, you know, you always, you bring yourself to it. So you're the, old, you're the soil, you're like the instrument, it, it, it is, you but it's like the part of me that would if i were like this then i would you know i could i could be like that and it's fun for me. an alternate
0: personality sort of thing yeah
1: and sometimes people that i'm like god i would love to be like that that would be so cool if i could you know be that badass and be that like calm and cool-headed in crisis and um you know just just play ball at that level like it's fun to be able to play someone who is that so
0: That's what's fun about being an actor. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you, Lily. We've had had over 30,000 drop by. I mean, you're just a superstar. You're just a superstar. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Guys, make sure you um, follow Lily on Instagram, Lily Coles.
1: Lily Coles, it's true. It's a silent W. There is a W W in there. My father always used to say, in regards to people saying cowls, he'd say would you say Camilla Parker Bowles? Which, like, <laughs> you might, you know, you might depending on where you fell and the whole thing. But yeah, Camilla Parker Bowles, just like Lily calls. And don't but, yes, follow her
0: Twitter because it's hacked. It's been hacked. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Or follow, see, you might like, I think there are great deals on sunglasses and stuff. So if you're interested, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. All right. Well, before I let you go, I, I do need a. Um, are you being cheeky, Dan, or something along those lines? If you could do that for me, that'd be. Uh... Are
1: you being cheeky, Dan? <laughs> really, Dan? Are you being cheeky?
0: <laughs> I love the I love the expressions as well. That's brilliant. Uh, no, it's, it's been a fun. pleasure, um, Lily. I hope you have a great Likewise. day. Thank and, uh, you so
1: much for having me. Honestly, this, it's so fun and I love talking about this and, and I love connecting to all the people who respond so much to it. So to everybody who watched, thank you so much for coming and watching and thank you for playing Park. And, you know, when the moment comes, Buck Lazar, save me.
0: Yes, save Park. That's God it.
1: save Park.
0: <laughs> Hashtag save Park. All right, Lily. Thanks so much. Um, hopefully thank we can you. do it again. Have a wonderful day Appreciate weekend. your time. Thank you so much.
1: You too. Take care.